Do you not want to wait? We don't either. That was definitely not it, but this is shit 90 shows taught me. Do do you not want to wait? Neither do we. This is shit 90 shows. Basically, that's it. I mean, who needs a. Um, who needs an opener that's consistent? Certainly not us. No, not not for us. Not here on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. You always know this is Jess Sterling. I'm here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. She is also here. We're talking some Dawson's Creek. Sarah, how are you doing today? You know, I'm like, I'm fine. I want to preference it by being like, I'm fine. But like, <laughs> I've been in like a mood today. It's just and, one of those days. Well, it's all my fault. And I'll tell you why. Like, this is like my confessional, basically. Okay. Um, Last night, I turned on um a show called Little Lies Everywhere. Oh, Big Little Lies? No, no. Little Little Fires fires Everywhere? Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere. It's a great show. And I started it yesterday, and then I finished it, like, yesterday. So, therefore, I did it to myself. I stayed up all night watching Little Fires Everywhere, and I, I don't even know what happened to my life. That's eight hours. I stayed up for eight hours last night. And Wait, what? You stayed up all like you didn't sleep. What time did you go I to sleep? S- I slept for a few hours. What's wrong with you? Don't do that. I don't know what happened. And that show is like that's a rough show to binge. I think. Like, I don't know what happened. That is a mentally taxing show. I mean, one second I was just like going to turn it on to mm. you know like fall asleep to, and then the next second it's done. I. And then yeah. I wake So what's up. your review? What do you think of the show? Uh, I mean, I thought it was really good. I have, like, a lot of thoughts that I'm not going to, like, bore you guys with because it, like, it can go on forever. But what is relative to Dawson's Creek is that it wasn't until episode two's opener that I remember <laughs> that Joshua freaking Jackson was in the show. Like He looks I different, watched- right? Yeah, I watched the entire first episode and totally forgot he was in the show. And then, like, I saw the credits and I was like, Joshua Jackson. And then it clicked, like, oh, yes, that it's the husband. Yeah. It's the husband. He's not, like, a huge, I don't know. I don't think the husband is, like, a massive character in the show. No, as no, much as a it. lot of the other ones are, but. Yeah, I mean, Joshua Jackson as an adult, number one, he has a face that you would like to cheat on because both Oh, shows- my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that because both shows as an adult that I've seen of him actually, which is The Affair and um the big showers everywhere, big flowers, big, big showers, little fires, little fires everywhere. everywhere. See, I've seen I watch it so quick I don't even remember what it's called. Little fires everywhere. He got cheated on. Oh, spoilers. Nonetheless, he has a face that you would want to cheat on. Um, but he's not hot, but he's not bad looking. It's very complex. Here's it's the like thing. Very he confusing. loses he loses the baby face um yes. as he gets older. So he certainly is yeah, he certainly is 
better looking. I mean, obviously, we're looking at a 15-year-old boy on this show. Um, but he loses baby face, and you, I think hey, he is more attractive. you said that he was old enough for me to comment on. True. That's true. Okay. To be fair, yes. he In real life, he's older in the show. Um, you promised. But he's playing. The point is that he's playing a 15-year-old character. So, like, you kind of view him that way, right? So. Yes. Um, interesting. Yeah. I really liked that show. I think I binged it. And same thing. Kind of a few couple days, maybe. Yeah. I didn't stay up all night watching it. But I, I binged it in a few, a few days. Yeah. So, I woke up in a really crappy-ass mood because... Because I was, I just like couldn't deal with You're the You're tired, day. yeah. Yeah, no, tired. I get that. I've had, um, yeah. I've been not sleeping very well in terms of like, um, I'll have a really bad nightmare and then I'll clench my jaw or grind my teeth during that nightmare. So then when I wake up, not only am I do not feel like I slept well, but I also have like a sore jaw and either sometimes a headache as well. So that's very yeah, fun for me. But this morning, rough. I slept okay last night, though. And I bought a mouth guard just to try it oh, out. Oh, that's good. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Okay, Joshua Jackson in The Affair is hot. And I'll Does he tell have you, facial hair? It's because of the facial hair. Yeah. So, okay. So I can <laughs> get there. And... In my opinion, he is the better looking male lead out of the two of them. I've not seen it, so I can't comment on that. Who's the other male lead? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. This dude that... Uh, okay. Um, this, Very specific. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> while you're, while you're looking that up... Dominic West. Don't Dominic, know him. Don, I don't know who that is. Um, don't know him. Yeah, like, here's the thing. Right. Is it just me or do like dads on shows, especially like sitcoms, like they, they're never bearded. Like they never have facial hair. Hmm. Am I right about that? Tim Allen's best friend. He doesn't have kids. And home improvements. Yeah, but he's not the dad. Tim Allen is the dad. Who's also canceled, by the way. He sucks. Um, Tim Allen is canceled. I don't know about the other guy. I don't know who the other guy is. That's why is that, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but it makes uh, sense because he's, like, a burly-looking dude, so. I mean. But seriously, name me one, yeah. like, TV sitcom dad who just has facial did. hair. And he he's not a dad. Place. He is not a dad. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> well, um, listeners, I'm going to talk to listeners. Listeners, okay. let us know mm-hmm. if there's a bearded slash facial hair in general father mm-hmm. on TV sitcoms because I'd like to know about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't but know. Be- I don't think I'm watching anything new this week. I think I'm still I'm still watching Married at First Sight and catching up on other shows. It's like I feel like now like I'm constantly behind on shows like RuPaul's Drag Race comes out and the challenge comes out and then I have to watch those. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm into lately. Um, yeah. Beyond I've the normal I've just decided stuff. that I'm just going to watch all the shows that people watched a year ago and we're talking mm. about that I didn't get to. And I'm just going to watch them now. I mean, that makes sense, especially if there's yeah. only, like, one season. It's easy to binge it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to go to Sharp Objects next. I have not seen that. So, well, then we won't talk well, about I, it here. Yeah, no, you can tell me. Once you watch it, let me know okay. if it's good, and then I'll watch I it will. if it is. I will. Um, yeah, beyond that, are you drinking a um, 90s nightcap tonight, or are you sticking with the Poland Spring? We're not sponsored, right. but we'd love to be. Our, I'm sticking with our sponsor, Poland Spring, the only water I'll ever consume in my mm. life. We love you, Poland Spring. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking um, a Captain and Diet, whatever the heck comes in the soda stream. Will made a Diet yeah. soda, and I, st- I stole some. 
Yeah. So the thing is, is that I've never been like much of a drinker. Um, mm. So I only I never even used to drink once a week. And this week we have like four podcasts <laughs> to record. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not drinking four times this week. Like, it's that's not completely happening. fair. That's fair. I am the same yeah. way. If I drink, it's usually like on the weekends and like I, I don't I'm not someone who's like, I've had a hard day. I'm going to have a glass of wine. That's no, like usually not I've how never, I operate. I've, I've barely ever done that well plus also i had a glass of champagne uh yesterday dating this podcast yesterday was inauguration inauguration day (gasps) oh right so we haven't even podcasted since inauguration day yes this is our first podcast with a new president everybody celebrate also okay i know we're obviously we'll talk about dawson's creek we're gonna get there in a minute but first Mm -hmm. one of my julie chen but first we need michelle obama like literally i could not be more obsessed with her yeah her outfit was everything oh no it really was i really loved all the monochromatic um clothing that was a theme Mm -hmm. you know that was some sort of group i think it was like a a jewel tones group chat right because first people like oh it's purple but then no 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 no, because dr jill she was in teal so i I I mean I loved Michelle, but I think I almost loved um, Dr. Jill Biden as much. It's just like such a classy look with the overcoat and the like um, the sh- like the shin length dress. Was it? And I didn't see the um, bottom as much. I mean, a like, matching a matching mask. Like I loved I, the matching mask. I loved it. And yeah, they all looked good. I mean, even um, Biden's granddaughters were in a Ugh. monochromatic, all one yes. color outfit. So did you stunning. see the did you see the news thing where they were like um, it was they were like basically announcing who was there, blah, blah, blah. So they see Michelle Obama get out of the car and they're like, oh, there's Michelle Obama. And then they're like, oh, and her guest. <laughs> so I know. That's so, OK. That is awful. Poor Obama. Um, please no 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 no. michelle should get obama should get and guested michelle is a Uh, queen and a legend like her outfit with the belt and the the pants and the coat and literally giving me life and also newsflash i immediately tweeted this at you that like brooches are back because brooches they don't know about brooches oh they don't know yeah that was boy meets world if no, it wasn't. It was our. Um, if you guys want to, I don't know. If you're in like the Christmas spirit a month later and want to follow <laughs> up on some of our Christmas content, we had like a holiday special where we also kind of covered the uh, Christmas episode of Hey Arnold, but more. Oh, so, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, more so. We had like a holiday special where we talked about some of our favorite. Christmas traditions and exchange presents. So, and then a topic of a brooch got brought up. So apparently, um, Lady Gaga is bringing back brooches. So massive she, brooches. That thing was the side of a size of a fucking bird. Yeah, it was huge. So um, that's the new the new thing. Who knew? I yeah. didn't know. So but, you know the. The my brooch will not be going away anytime soon, I guess. Yeah. So that's a thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, happy happy new presidency, happy mm-hmm. future to all of you out there listening. Yeah. We're both very excited. Um, hoping to see some changes in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so back into let's get into Dawson's Creek. We are watching yeah. season well, one, well, episode four. What? Well, okay. My sister texted oh, yes. me. Okay. Um 
and you know gave some like nearly spoilery 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 okay spoilery um some like questionable like feedback so Mm -hmm. um so she texted me and said i've seen all of dawson's creek a lot of times which I actually did not know. I didn't even know that she watched Dawson's Creek. Mm, okay. And she says, I can tell you, no one likes Dawson Leary. So um, you and Jessica are not alone. <laughs> Secondly, did you know that Joshua Jackson and Katie Holmes dated the first two seasons of Dawson's Creek? No, I did not know that. I didn't, Interesting. Well, obviously I didn't know. So maybe we'll have to do some digging about that. Interesting. First two seasons. And then they had to do five other seasons of them being broken up. Seems awkward. Seems that awkward. happens all the time, though, on television. Yeah. I heard that the Bridgerton, Duke and Daphne are together. As they should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she said, Jen Lily. Is that Jen's last name? I have no fucking clue. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, is precious and you'll like her more and more. Lastly, another fact. In the first season of Dawson's Creek, it was based off of the executive producer Kel- Kevin Williamson's life. And then the second season was not as much based off his life. Mm-hmm. No, I did know I did know that much. That it was kind yeah. of based off of his life and not on a creek oh, and whatnot. Did, but Didn't tell um, me that. Maybe Miranda well, should be on this podcast. I don't come here with background information. I just come here <laughs> with fun things to say. I know. Typically, that's my job on Boy Meets World. So that job is it's really true. suffering. I, I'm, not a, I'm not as much of a fact person. I'm just like, here are my opinions. And I can't search facts because I'm No, afraid. you're not allowed. Yeah. So, and then she says, I know you don't like Pacey, but I, oh, wanted to tell me. But she likes Pacey. She wants me to like Pacey. And I say, you will oh, eventually. No. Like I said, I think I don't mm-hmm. think anything she said was very spoilery. Like, I yeah. think that you already don't like Dawson. It's no surprise there. And like, that's just his like a base personality thing with him. I think it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She um, she she went on one more. She said, can I honestly, Joey's the star, even if Dawson thinks he's the star, and Tamara is not a great character. She took advantage of Pacey. Just mm-hmm. want to tell you, I love Pacey out of him and Dawson. He's my favorite. Well, whatever, Miranda. You know. I still think that the, right now, I think we're both in agreement that the women are the ones that are we're enjoying the most anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Thanks, sis. I appreciate you um, listening. You're such a loyal person. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll return your phone calls eventually. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So we're, we're talking season one, episode four, named Discovery. And you mm-hmm. had um, guessed that uh, basically that um, Pacey and Tamara's uh, affair, I guess you could call mm-hmm. it, was going to get out. Um, which it does. Yeah, uh, yeah but like people. everything else does too. So who right. knew? It's not only one discovery. There are multiple discoveries. So uh, like we did last time, I think it's easiest to kind of take this by character slash like couplings because that's usually yep. how things break out here. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? I mean, how, how do you want to start? Do you want to do something smaller like Pacey first or do you want to dive right in with like a Dawson sitch? Let's start with Pacey this time. I always make him go to the last bit because I just don't want to deal with him. But 
Um, you know what? We're fine. We're it's fine. time. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about Pacey. The the entire episode is basically him. It starts out with like him being wanting to hang out with Tamara more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees her with Mr. Gold again, and he mm-hmm. gets all jealous. Very jealous. He can't stand it, really. But. I mean, he finds them in comparable situations. Like, he sees them, like, really, really close at the cafe. Like, They're sitting on the same and, side of the table, the which is very weird. Do you do and, that? Have you ever sat at the same side of the table as somebody at a restaurant? Uh, no, I don't think, I mean, I don't think I have. I think it's awkward. Um, How do you, you have to turn to the side to have a conversation. Yeah, no, no, no. That is, so there's, and they're like whispering and giggling. Um, and then like aside from that, like he sees them at the school and all sorts of things. I, I mean, if I like wasn't super clued in, I, I mean, I wouldn't like I, a Pacey would not have a good gaydar, but he, you know, there's there, I would assume that something was a happening, but he yeah, their body language is yeah. right. They're very close. They're always mm-hmm. touching each other, yeah. like uh, touching on the arm and giggling. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but yeah, Pacey's super jealous about it. Confronts Tamara about it. She's like outs Mister Cold to Pacey, <laughs> yeah, um, which is like not very cool considering he's a student at the same school that Mister Gold is a teacher at. And mm-hmm. she better hope she trusts Pacey with this information because that's not nice to do no. to somebody. No, but that was like the only thing that Tamara can do to like honestly shut him up because like he comes mm-hmm. in all righteous and is like, what would you do if I like, you know, don't you think that if, like one person is with some other person, they should know if they're like dating more than one people and blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's like, yeah, like, of course. Um, and then she's like, he's like accusatory. So it's like, she just has to like shut him up somehow. Yeah. Um, but we'll skip the Dawson and Pacey talk because I think that'll kind of come into play with Dawson's story more. So I don't, I don't think it really matters as much here. Mm -hmm. Um, but well, I meant, sorry, I meant the, the part, (laughs) I guess we'll talk about Dawson and discovering the tapes now because it's in conjunction with Pacey, right? Yeah. So, so, no, go ahead. Well, I just think that I mean, I'm I'm I was surprised. Like I thought that like no, I wasn't like so they open up, he's playing the tape, he's like talking to Joey about something, and then they both realize that it's Ms. Jacobs and they're shocked. So they like the good little but what I was surprised about is that they were not able to see the guy's face. Like, So you were expecting them. Okay, so yes. you're expecting this episode that Dawson's going to watch the tapes and he's yes. going to see Pacey and know it's Pacey. Yeah, I guess like especially because of the camera angle that the last episode left with, with them both like on the floor, just like cuddling. I would as- I thought I assumed that, yeah, like that Dawson would see both of them in the tape. And then also like how how long was Tamara and Pacey cuddling on the floor versus how long was Jen and Dawson waiting under the stinky fish thing and like were able to grab their camera equipment and leave like I want to know the timeline I feel like we really missed out and seeing the logistics on how they separated 
I think it's just one of those things that's like you just have to suspend your disbelief kind of thing, right? They're not, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not CSI. Like they're not plotting out a timeline (laughs) of all of these events. No, Um, I guess they're not CSI. I guess you're right. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, so then Dawson is bragging about this with Jen, Joey, and Pacey. And Pacey is noticeably nervous during this entire conversation. And Pacey is like begging Dawson to look at the tapes, which Joey takes as a sign of like, oh, what did, I don't, what did she say? Uh, slog the Pope or slog the I don't know it's a euphemism for jerking off but I don't remember uh, yes. what it was yeah I don't remember either she's I a lot of euphemisms down. for jerking off she I mean she she <laughs> definitely got like that little like you know how there's like those little toilet books that are like 1001 dad jokes like she definitely has a little book that's like a thousand and one words to t- describe how to jerk off that is a very specific book for people. <laughs> I mean, have you been to like the dark corner oh, of Barnes and Noble? I was going to some, say, sounds like a Spencer's that, Gifts. That's what this yeah, is. Oh, a, it's definitely a Spencer's Gifts book. Mm-hmm. That's that's correct. And and um, oh, goodness, there's so you many know what it is there. What's that? It is. It's one of those like, you know, you have those like word of the day calendars. It's oh, like that, but it's yes. different words for jerks. There you oh, go. Yeah. We nailed it's it. It's totally that uh, exists. Jerk, jerk off word of the day. It is. Um, so so uh, Dawson does promise to like show Pacey yet. And of course he comes home and like Pacey is rummaging through his things. And that's when he kind of admits to Dawson that it was him. Yeah. Which, did you expect that to Pacey to come clean? No. No. No, I don't know. I don't get, see, the issue is that I don't understand Pacey. Like, I don't, like, get him yet. Like, I feel like out of the three or the four main characters, I feel like I, like, get Pacey the least because there's nothing that we know about Pacey besides the fact that he's with Tamara. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know his hobbies. I don't know his family life. Like he's the only out of the four that I don't know like anything about his family life at all. Like I, I assume that he just lives on the houseboat and you said that that's not the case. So I, I don't understand like, I don't know his background. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I can't say like what I think that Pacey's going to do because he's not a complete character for me yet. Like right now he's very, it's like, you know how, Oh, I hate this example, but you know how in This Is Us, everybody says, like, Kate's only personality trait, not so much in the recent seasons, but originally, that her only personality trait was that she was overweight and all of her storylines surrounded by right. was her being overweight and, like, mm-hmm. we felt like we didn't really get to know Kate, um, which is debatable, but... Um, but I feel like Pacey doesn't have a personality yet besides mm-hmm. just like pervy teen that wants to get with the teacher. That's fair. That actually that I can I think I just see him differently because I've watched the whole series. So yeah. I kind of know who he turns into. Uh-huh. Um, I'm assuming maybe he turns into a good kid. Yeah. But I think it's like I agree with you. Like all you know about him is that he talks about sex a lot. He's friends mm-hmm. with Dawson. He has a bit of a wit about him, but they all kind of do because they're like those like a quote unquote adult teenagers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess I do see that now that you're saying I do kind of I would say, too, we can kind of tell he's a little bit I don't know if insecure is the word. 
Um, but he's they all not are. Inse- okay, so like he's not insecure like Dawson's insecure. Like Dawson, we'll get into it, is the most insecure thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But Pacey, he doesn't need the constant reassurance that Dawson does. Dawson needs to be pat on the head and say, good boy. Yeah. Pacey doesn't need that because he already knows he's a good boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think Pacey struggles with insecurities that are, like, very typical of teenagers. Like, yeah. how was I in bed? You know what I mean? Like, that's a typical... <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, that was a real, re- really weird one when he was, like... Um, how was I performance so how, how How did I, how did I look um, mm-hmm. while smashing my teacher? And Dawson's, like... Yeah, like, looked you okay. did good, bud. You looked good. <laughs> you looked good. You looked fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. But yeah, he he does he struggles with certain insecurities. Like, you know, is Tamara and Mr. Gold a thing? And does she like me? Does she want to be with me? And, you know, typical relationshipy yeah. stuff. Yeah, but he, he kind of explained that, you know, he's never... I mean, he's only 15. This is so dramatic, of course. But he's saying that, like... I've never been the guy to get the girl, and this time I got the girl. So, like, mm-hmm. he that means to me, like, he has tried with other women before girls, um, and he's girls have never liked him. So, right. it's just like, you know, this is the first person it seems that seemed to be giving him any interest. Obviously, he's a virgin, which, um, or not anymore. <laughs> so, um, so he. So that's another thing. Like, at this point now, this is a more than once occasion. They've done it a oh. few times. He's sounds. hanging out at her house at, like, the end. Well, at the end, yeah. Crazy so. to me that you're going to, like, obviously she's not holding his hand in public and stuff, but, like, yeah. this, this guy's at your house. Like, he's a child and he's at your house. Like, yeah. Um, But, yeah, the one other thing I wanted to bring up, too, before we move on from Pacey is this conversation I we, we might as well talk about it now because we're already talking about Pacey. The conversation he has with Dawson while they're at the the their job, the the movie rental place. Because yes. Dawson we we see Dawson as like immature in a very specific way. He's immature in like his relationships and his experience with the opposite sex, right? Like he's very immature mm-hmm. in that very specific way. And he Mm -hmm. has Peter Pan syndrome. He thinks everything Mm -hmm. is going to be like a movie. Meanwhile, Pacey is the one. And Pacey and Joey both kind of serve this role in this episode of like saying, you know, why does it bother you that Jen isn't a virgin anymore? Right. Um, It's like he's like, you're scared because Jen isn't who you built her up to be. She's Mm. not a movie girl. She's a real person. Mm -hmm. She has real life experiences. You can't put this image of her on her and expect it to stick mm-hmm. you know yeah. um and pacey's kind of the one who tells him all of that and it's interesting because in my opinion then pacey is the more mature one forget the fact that he's having like a relationship with this teacher and all of that but like mm-hmm. he does kind of serve as like this bring dawson back down to earth off of the right. fucking movie planet he lives on you know right yeah i did appreciate pacey serving dawson some realness mm-hmm. um i think that pacey serving, serving Serving realness. (laughs) Serving realness since 1998. That's for sure. That was too Uh, funny. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that, I mean, that was good. That was good. I mean, then he gets like, 
then he gets like a little weird when he's like talking about how um like he was talking about how like he need like you know she is opening up to to Dawson like for oh, to sex. give you an in yeah yeah I feel like I don't know if that was quite right. Like, no. so it's like, you know, like he he doesn't have it all figured out. No, and um, I think that's 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 like a good point. Yeah. He, yeah. of course, doesn't know everything. He's not omniscient. And I think yeah. he's like put it. He also has an image of Jen. Right. Now that he knows that she's not a virgin mm-hmm. anymore. We're mm-hmm. going to talk a lot about slut shaming in this episode because it was fucking everywhere. And we're calling mm-hmm. that shit out because it's not OK. Um, right, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we, we probably talked enough about Pacey. Are you oh, feeling but, a little bit? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Do we oh. miss something? Uh, no. I mean, just like the last conversation with Tamara, like, um, once again, it's like, I, I mean, I just don't know, like, where we're going to go f- with this. Like, mm-hmm. now, now three people know because Dawson told, well, Joey was already there and he told, didn't he tell Jen? He told Jen. Did he tell Jen? Dawson tell Jen about Pacey? Yeah. Not in the episode. No. Oh, my God. Hold on. What am I talking about? Sorry. You're thinking of the affair with... Um, with yeah, the, I'm thinking about mom. the affair because... Yeah. No, uh, Joey doesn't know yet no. either. Okay. Joey just knows Sorry. that Miss Jacobs slept There were so many secrets this episode that came out. I, I can hardly keep Discovery. up with all the secrets. Discovery. It's truly, yeah. I didn't realize that everything was just going to blow up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm just curious how long this is going to move forward. Let's mm-hmm. see. Uh, yeah. Are you it. feeling a little bit better about PC this episode, or you just kind of feel like the same? Uh, I feel like an inch better. Okay. Like That's a little. A little better. I like him a, a little bit more. Um, he was less cringy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was <clears throat> buying, like, a smidge of his snake oil. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Why don't we go to Dawson next? Because I think most of the other plot points kind of interweave with him anyway. Yeah, it Um, truly is Dawson's Creek. Everything's about Dawson. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, for for Dawson this episode, we already talked about him discovering Miss Jacobs on the the video. Um, Basically, the entire episode is him first finding out that his mom is having an affair... Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but like he's, he also, again, puts this picture perfect movie image of his parents in his brain, which they do yeah. kind of display. At home, at home, how would he know? Because, right. like, well, it seems to me that, uh, the mom is like always very much overcompensating with her husband mm-hmm. with like all the makeouts because, I don't know. I feel like the more she thinks the more sh- she kisses her husband, the less he talks. So instead of like him talking, she's yeah. just like make out with me. That's um, fair. That's fair. So he would. I mean, he might not be able to tell just so based he just on their see, yeah. So he just sees like his parents macking on each other the entire time. So how would he know? Um, I kind of had like a little bit of well, I mean the stuff with his parents. So obviously. Joey knows she's has known for uh, like I guess like it's a couple weeks now maybe Maybe. I'd imagine that's where they are considering where we are with like the the Dawson Jen relationship I would assume it's been a few weeks yeah so um so yeah he, he first they run into it's 
well, it's his parents' 20th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. We find out that his parents have been together since their, like, early 20s. So it almost makes sense why – I'm not, like, condoning it, but mm-hmm. it almost makes sense why they were probably high school sweethearts. They probably got married really young. So it almost makes sense why, like, there's, like, this, like, thing. Like, if you're not a slut when you're, um, like, in your 20s, then it comes around and then you're a slut in your 40s. There's, like, this old saying that I used to hear. Really? Oh, so, like, you're supposed to, like, sow your, quote-unquote, wild oats when you're young. Yeah, because Mm. if not, then you're going to be, like, 40 or 50 and being, like, I never had that experience. Yeah, what's out there? So, like, in some situations, not all, but in some situations, that's when cheating is more frequent because you didn't have those opportunities when you were younger. Okay. Um, So, I've heard. I mean, this is my ex-psychopath boss told me this so we we shouldn't put that much like stock into it yeah but um so essentially um so they've been together for a long time um so dawson is shopping for an anniversary gift for his parents and him and joey run into bob and her name is gail right Mm -hmm. Gail. bob and gail um Perfect Joey death stares. I was going to say, I knew you were loving Joey in this interaction because she is so fucking pissed. Like, she's shaking (laughs) her head. She's glaring at Gail. Why, first of all, if you're having an affair, like, again, I'm not, we're not condoning affairs here, but like, you're so bad at keeping the secret, Gail. First, you're out shopping with Bob in public, and then you're making out with him at your place work like your workplace where people know she's married everybody know and everybody knows that she's having an affair why do you think that the audio guy was like oh have you seen your mom today yeah yeah so um basically dawson finds out because he's there with jen working on his movie and getting a diet pepsi from the vending machine sponsor. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> Those old Pepsi cans, man. I recognize that shit right They're away. They're cute, yeah. Um, I love, they should bring that font back. It's very cute. It's like, Ew. takes over no, the whole can. Like, I loved have it. You, have you seen the Burger King revamp? No, they revamped They're- their logo. Yeah, and they're like doing it back to like an old logo, and it's it it it's jarring. Oh, yeah, I have not seen this. So they they leave, and yeah, they he Jen's like, oh, isn't that your mom? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, isn't that your mom kissing somebody else or something yeah. like that? And Dawson finds out, and he is like shook to the. Poor man. Yes. Yeah, we got, we got that uh, real zoom in, didn't we? <laughs> I love the editing in this episode because it's like, know. it's like the, the, oh, what is it called when they like fade in and out of like the, and it's the like him. And then it's they, like a yeah. fade transition. Yes. And yeah. so Jen, meanwhile, um, well, I guess we'll, it's so hard to talk through this episode, I guess, because we're already talking about the affair um we could talk about kind of jen and, and his relationship with jen because it does kind of coincide um where like in the beginning of the episode they're like they're getting along they're making out but we know that they haven't had sex yet and mm-hmm. jen's graham is 
very toxic <laughs> because she yeah, like sees grams. them making out. Oh, she sees them making out, and she's basically like, "Listen, I know what happened in New York, and I don't want to see you stray down the same path twice." And like yeah. Jen's like, "Listen, we've had this conversation so many times. It's just a kiss. Like, don't worry yeah. about it." Yeah, I know. Gramps is like very dramatic. So, um. If we're tracking, like, what happened in New York, we definitely got a bigger peek into what happened in New York this episode. So, um, you know, it just started out with a kiss, and then it ended up like this. It was only a kiss. Oh, wow. Only a kiss. Are you surprised Um, by this information that we learned about Jen? For those who didn't uh, rewatch the episode. Okay, so you want to break down the information that we learned about Jen. I wrote down all of what Jen said. I mean, we, we truly are hopping around this episode. It's fine because it, it is all over the place though yeah. and this does kind of coincide with Dawson's story. Right, 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 right. Um, so, so she, to lay the, really lay the land, she moved up to, two months ago from New York and she asked Dawson like, did you ever wonder why I got moved here? And he's a fucking idiot and it's like, oh, it's take care of your grandpa. He's, she's like, bitch, no, my grandmother is a registered nurse. Yeah, she doesn't for 40 need my years. Hand. Yeah, she doesn't need my help. So what do you have written down that is part of Jen's uh, meth past her jen's meth pass is uh not that spicy but she basically said that everything that you hear in the movies about like um cliche teenagers like moving from the city is true i'm assuming new york city which city yes Do we know? new york city new york city because this takes place like on the cape or something like it's it's new england okay um sorry I have it written down. Oh, you're trying to find it. Yeah. So, right. So. Oh, okay. Um, so everything about. So Jen says everything that people say about uh, cliches about teens and cities is true. They grow up too fast, stay out too late, make friends with the wrong people and have sex too young. And Dawson's like, oh, like Graham's wanted to stop you from being friends with those people. <sighs> and then Jen was like, I am those people. Right, and he he basically finds so he finds out she's not a virgin, and not only she is not yeah. a virgin, but she's had sex with more than one person. And yeah, we all know based on like the rest of the episode and how much Dawson is avoiding Jen and his conversation with Pacey that he has like a huge issue with this. And it's it's worse that like I would understand if he had an issue with it because she was dishonest with him. Because right after he finds out that his mom is having an affair, like he gets blindsided with this information, and it's kind of like a lot to handle. But that's right. not why he's upset. He's upset because the real Jen, the true real life Jen, is not this Marilyn Monroe angel that he had pictured in his head. And it's like right. too much for him. And it's so obnoxious to me because poor Jen, like she gets shipped away from her home because she had sex a couple times. We don't know if there was anything else going on, but that's all we know right now. But she gets shipped away from her home. She's basically slut shamed by her grandmother Constantly. Bailey. Yeah. And then and, not only that, then, but her new boyfriend yeah. is yeah. slut shaming yeah. her. Absolutely, yeah. The only person that listened to her is her fucking grandpa who's comatose. Oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. So, yeah, like, Jen, I don't know. It has to be, I mean, maybe it's not more because it's the 90s, but I just feel like it has to be more. I think there's, like, a party element to this as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, it's just, it really is awful. I mean, I think that Dawson was just... 
like he was of course he was out of line but I don't know like for me this is don't ask questions that you don't want to hear the answers to you know what I Mm -hmm. mean yeah like he the reason why Jen um came out with this is because he was going on and on about honesty and like at this point he finds Dawson finds out that Joey knew about the affair so um, right. he's really, really upset with Joey because in his stupid little mind, he thinks that um, that that was Joey not being a good friend and like, you know, keeping secrets, which I, I would like to know what, like how you think about that um, or what you think about that. But then so he's like, Jen, like you have to promise me that everything you tell me is the truth like you have to be honest with me completely and he expects Jen to be this good girl and you know he doesn't Mm -hmm. listen to Jen that's the issue like Jen has alluded to like you know like I'm not the perfect girl like Mm -hmm. you know don't build me up to something that is like you know don't put me on a pedestal and it's like you know and then he's like I want you to tell me everything about you and then she tells like she feels open enough to tell her um tell him and he like he should like so at first he questions it and then he's like you know what everything's fine that day and then he goes her yeah basically he can't have it both ways which is how he wants it and i feel for jen like who do here's the thing i can both feel for jen and also feel like she maybe should have been more honest with Dawson from the start. At what, at what point? But Number that's the one, question, right? Like, no, no, no. She answered if she was a virgin, like in front. No, of no, no. Joey, yes. Dawson, and Pacey, and Joey asked. No, I'm not saying then. I hundred percent agree that like saying she's a virgin then is probably the move because like it's awkward anyway. But I think the moment that you start dating Dawson, and I don't know if they have labels at this. No, point. they've literally only kissed. They only kissed. She has. She. But we don't he know. Has no right to know anything more. He hasn't even gone to touch her boob yet. But we are like, we we we're assuming this is weeks in. This is high thing. school, though. I think this that, is not this is not a thirty year old relationship. That's it's true. high school. I think that the moment that they put a label on the relationship is the moment that she has to start like maybe telling him some more about her past. I think you're Are right. They? I think she's. Mm-hmm. I don't think we know if there is a label, but okay. we we know that like we know about her past. Yeah. I mean, I think she's dropped hints, but Dawson is just so oblivious that he really hasn't picked up any of those hints and i think she's kind of been prepping him all along to tell him this information i think it's like do i think his reaction is any different if she tells him on the same on a different day no i I think it's pretty much the same i think he still slut shames her i think he still judges her i think he still is less attracted to her because she's quote-unquote not like not a virgin she's not virginal or whatever the hell anymore right so I still think the reaction is the same regardless. Um, I do think that it's, you know, I think it's a lot. I, I mean, honestly, I did feel bad for Dawson my during my first watch because I just felt like it was a lot for one person to handle, any person, let alone a 15-year-old emotionally incompetent boy, to mm-hmm. find out, like, this stuff about your best friend, sleeping with your teacher. That doesn't really affect his life, but it is kind of earth-shattering. 
No, then of course his parents it's... affair. Yeah. Then this thing about his like the girl that he likes. So at first watch, I felt bad for Dawson, and I kind of feel like gross to say that. And second watch, I spent the entire time thinking like he keeps thinking Jen is a saint. And guess what? She is a saint because she spends the entire fucking episode stroking his dick and being like, you're okay, Dawson. Like, you're perfect. Like, don't worry. Like, every at every corner, Dawson's like, is this okay? Or like, like, don't you think that I'm a good boyfriend? Or like, or whatever. And he, she's constantly like, you know, grooming him and be like, you're great. Like everything you're doing is good. You're a great director. You're a good filmmaker. She puts herself down with her shitty screams to be like, you're the perfect director there ever was. It's like, yeah, Dawson, you didn't even direct her correctly. Like in the screams, it's like, you know, she spent the entire episode just like, trying to coddle the shit out of him mm-hmm. not only and, that but she was trying to be there for him with the his whole parents yes, affair thing yeah and he i understandably like i can't blame him for going to joey with this because no, he I, just I met either. jen and it, you know joey's been his lifelong friend so it makes more sense to go to her in this situation but and you do kind of feel yeah. bad for jen because she yeah. she says straight up like i'm here for you i know we're still getting to know each other and we're still like surface talking but i'm here if you need my help and then of course yeah. he goes to joey which we can we can kind of pivot if we want but like he goes to joey he finds out that Joey knew and mm-hmm. jo- I'm sorry I love I love Joey you know I love Joey but like I think her excuse is pretty piss poor here for why what she is, didn't okay hold on okay him. so let's get into this like um um what is there possibly to say for Joey when is no, the right time I'm not saying listen I'm not saying that she should or shouldn't tell Dawson what I'm saying is that when he comes at her and is pissed about her not saying anything. She says that you should have seen it by now, but you're too busy with Jen. Okay. And I think that is yeah. the worst thing you can well, say. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think that that is just Joey's attempt to she feels guilty and that's just like the first thing that just came to mind. Honestly, yeah, there is literally nothing that Joey could have said to make Dawson not react this way. I do think that he would have killed the messenger if he went, Hmm. if she went like straight to him and told him. Like, I do think that, like, I don't know if they're, what's the move? Is the move to lie about knowing then? Yeah. Keep that secret to your grave. I don't, I don't think it is though. I think, I think, (laughs) okay. But I think what happens is Dawson found out like yesterday. (laughs) I think Dawson confronts, Gail, let's pretend, let's like workshop this, right? Joey, Joey pretends she never knew. Dawson eventually confronts Gail or Gail finds out that Dawson knows, which we seeming, we think that she has some inkling at this point because of like their weird interaction, Gail and and Dawson's interaction. Right. Um, But let's pretend then then what does gail say oh did joey tell you joey tell you that's and then true. and that's how it happened so i think she's kind of screwed joey is in the worst position possible no matter what but in my, in my opinion i think she should tell dawson if i'm joey at what point immediately yeah no no no, no i don't think so i think you give gail the opportunity to break it off and come clean herself and then if she doesn't within I don't know. I think but then I think the moment the same issue. No, no, no. The same problem. I think I don't get if it. you see, I think if you see her in the minute that you see Gail and Bob together, 
at the buying a suit jacket or whatever, I think after that is when you say, Dawson, this is what I found out. I told your mom I knew. I told her she had like a week to to tell people or that I was going to tell you. Here's Mm. the tea. I think that's the move. Because, Mm. I mean, obviously Dawson's going to take his rage out on Joey anyway, right? And like, we see what happens. Like, there, the thing is, is Dawson, even if I think that Joey should have said something, I still think Mm -hmm. that Dawson overreacts. Mm-hmm. Like, he basically yes. is, like, at the end of the episode when it's, like, him and Joey, he basically acts like, oh, are we even friends anymore? Yes. Um, and it's it's way too much. I mean, they end it in a seemingly good place, but, yeah, like, kind of. we need to talk about this, where they ended their conversation, because it's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I just want to say some wisdom I learned in my mm-hmm. eight-hour binge watch of <laughs> Little Fires Everywhere yesterday. Yeah. One of the characters, goodness knows who, because I don't remember all of the names anymore, said, secrets isolate you, even from the people that you're closest to. Mm. So I think that something like that. So I think that... Uh, Joey isolated herself from Dawson uh, because I don't know. I I, I just I, I still think I'm watching little no, I fires think, everywhere. I think you're right though in that like it's gonna put a strain on your relationship when there's a secret involved, yes. right? And yes, whether you realize it or not. Um, but yeah, they the way they end the episode together mm-hmm. is so strange. Well, we have to yeah we have to talk about um, Joey. Um, and Jen. So yes, about, that was a really good so scene. Jen, Jen. Um, so basically, after this conversation that her and Dawson had, um, the next day at school, she confronts Dawson and is like, "Look, like you are acting differently towards me. Like, tell me what it is. Is it because you think I'm this? Is it because you think I'm that? Like, what? tell me what it is. Or is it all of it? And Dawson is a dweeb, and he doesn't say a thing. He's like, well, that's all I needed to know then. That and can we your just silence, say yeah. that we, like, Jen is so mature. Like, incredibly. In high school, let's pretend, let's remember here, These girls are in high school. These people, all of these characters are in high school. They're 15 years old. If you go back to when, like, I'm in high school and, like, this happens with any, like, guy-girl relationship, relationship in general, whatever, like, you're being passive-aggressive and ignoring the person. Like, you're not confronting them head-on with, like, please just tell me what it is that's bothering you so that we can fix it and move on. Like, that's such a mature response. Very mature. So, I mean, I, I don't know what she did in New York City, but... It wasn't all bad. So she she, basically she goes to Joey at the fish shack for advice. And Joey is like, you know, at first she's like her Joey self and doesn't want to talk to Jen. But she opens up to Jen and she gives some insight into Dawson because she does know Dawson best. So she she gives a list that encapsulates everything that is literally wrong with Dawson as a character, as a person, as like this lead of the show. Mm-hmm. So do you have this list of qualities? Cause I have, I have it, but what, what Joey says about Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I have written down is she says that Dawson is the golden child. He pouts when he doesn't get his way and only sees things in black and white. 
I don't know if you have anything yeah. else on that. Anything else confuses him. And, and then she says a pope has more experience with sexual encounters. Yes. But yeah, like she says that like he's a classic only child, very mm-hmm. immature. She so, reads him for fucking filth. Yeah. All of these things are so accurate. So we true. even said that he sees things in black and white. He sees things like they're a movie. He's a golden child. He doesn't know disappointment. And so yeah. suddenly people all around him are seemingly disappointing him. Like he views his parents a certain way. It's their marriage isn't what he thinks it is. He views Jen right. a certain way. She's right. not what he thinks he is. Even yeah. Pacey. He thinks that Pacey's some like love struck teenager. Turns out he's having an affair right. with a like an older woman. Like right. nothing is I, as it seems. I have a question. Have you ever seen a show that hates their main character more than <laughs> Dawson's Creek? I don't think that the show hates him. I think I feel that like the show hates him. Like, give us a, a redeeming mm. quality. What is the redeeming quality? Here's the thing. Is, it the, is the show... it the movie thing? Because it, it's that doesn't do it for me. <laughs> no, I think it's a few things. I think if you're a teenager watching a show about teenagers, it's probably a little bit more relatable and not so annoying. And then on top of that, I think that slut shaming wasn't, you know... It's, it's more right. acceptable in the 90s than it is now right. where now we're like girl you go you go do what you want like you Absolutely. be free no one needs to tie you down like go Jen go you know what <laughs> yes. I mean like back then it's like oh my god that right. slut had sex with 10 different guys she's such a hoe bag right yeah 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 okay I mean I guess I guess it's just the times but I'm watching this and I'm just like trying to figure it out I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out what redeeming quality? And I just feel like the show hates him. Because I mean, maybe, they're dragging maybe their own main character. Yeah, I in think the maybe fourth he just episode. Gets, we'll see what happens with his character. But obviously right now we stand Joey and Jen. And like this conversation is kind of like the best conversation they've had this yes, far. Yes, because ultimately they're like, let's make an alliance, baby. Final two. <laughs> yes. like, And it's weird because... Jen is very perceptive. So you get the idea, like, Joey's not being that, she's not beating around the bush that much, where, like, you can tell she's, like, we're just, Joey says she'd be, like, stupid enough to wait around forever or something. Like, Jen has to know that there are feelings there, no matter how much she says to Graham that it's, oh, that's that sexual tension that teenagers have. Like, she has to know there's more than that there. And do you get the vibe that, like, the only reason Joey is entertaining any of this with Jen is because she wants Dawson to be happy, even if that means it's not with her. Oh, that makes me so sad for Joey because she deserves so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, like I think that ultimately Joey does put Dawson's happiness above her own, probably because Joey de- feels like she's not worth a lot. I think that she spent That's a fair. lot of her life pe- with people leaving her, either, you know, unintentionally or intentionally or or due to the universe, um, whether it be in a criminal fashion or in a mm-hmm. health fashion. So when people are constantly leaving your life in one way or the other, and the fact that she doesn't have any friends besides Dawson means that she probably lost some friends along the way, too. She doesn't feel like she's worth a whole lot, so she can't afford to lose Dawson as a friend because then she has nobody else. I mean, Bessie and Bodie are there for her, but Bessie's really up her ass and 
you know, Bodhi is with Bessie. It's it's not like Bodhi's not going to be a a parental figure really to her ever, or even a yeah. friend really to her because she's he's really Bessie's significant other. So she, besides Dawson, she really has nobody. And this is what's sad. It's like, it's like Dawson has all the stake in. I mean, Joey has all the stake in Dawson, but doesn't have like all of his eggs in the Joey basket. So he she he's the most important person to her, but she's not the most important person to him. I feel like I'm really like uh projecting right now. I think I'm like going down a spiral. I'm sorry. No, like, I, I think, think I don't having... think but I don't think anything you're saying is incorrect. I think yeah. you're 100% spot on that Dawson is Joey's family. As much as she like is sisters with Bessie and Bessie's there, she's it's very close to Dawson and I think she yeah. sees him as her family in more ways than one and we can talk about kind of the end scene between yeah. the two of them and how like da- basically Dawson says like oh in an alternate universe we'd have been married for 40 years and then mm-hmm. they say like oh and then Jen comes in and then Joey's with the bartender and then that, like, th- this is a bizarre conversation I feel because ugh, ugh, this is also what kills me so they're having this like funny light conversation. Dawson thinks it's all jokes and Joey, there's sadness underneath uh-huh. because he's not taking this seriously, but like she is like thinking like this would be like a marriage that she wants and she he's like ha 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 and then I would like go look at Jen and then I would go look at you and then I'll go look at Jen and she that is hurtful to her she's she, not someone's sloppy seconds she's not someone's backup yes and that's how he treats her so this is exactly and and it's like you know I don't know. It it really made me feel very ick because mm-hmm. in the beginning of this conversation she says you know we're evolving and you know eventually we're going to flourish or we're going to be like put into a museum and like you know it's going to be history essentially and at the end of this weird conversation where Dawson's basically like you know like you're always going to be there for me no matter what and like I know you will be and um, you're always going to be like the loyal wife Mm-hmm. But, um, but you know, there's going to be other people in and out of my life or whatever. At the end of it, she she knows. She knows that this is going to implode upon themselves. That it's not going to be. It's, this is this type of friendship is not going to last. It's not sustainable. Well, no, of, of course not. It's not sustainable when one person has stronger feelings than the other person does. Yep. It's just not built to last in that way. No. Um, yeah, it's really it's really tough. And I do think what Joey said in I think it might have been the pilot episode of like Dawson is so stuck in his own world and in his own head that he kind of like misses what's happening around him. Like he's so focused on his own issues and everything is about him. He's yeah. Dawson's Creek. This is my show. This is my name on the <laughs> my, title. Yeah, my name. You know? Yeah. He's so obsessed with it that he kind of misses what's going on in front of his face. And I think yeah. like that could come back to bite him. Um but I mean, oh. I'm just sad. I'm just sad for her because I, I know at this point it feels like Joey needs Dawson and Dawson doesn't need Joey and everybody needs to feel needed. I think so. that he needs her, but he doesn't know he needs her. He treats her well. as more expendable. Um, and but, like you'll be here no matter what so I can do whatever yeah. and I can say whatever. Yep, He can say that we're not friends anymore and she'll still stick around. 
Um, so it really pisses me off. Okay. Before I'm like getting we, heated. Before we get into the fashion and the notable 90s song, um, so predictions. What, how long do you think until maybe a few people, maybe like just Joey, maybe just Joey and Jen, or maybe everybody else? How are you feeling now on the Pacey Tomorrow watch in terms of that happening? Of how long this is going to last. I think that we still have like. I don't think that this is this um like a twenty one episode season or twenty two episode season. Yeah, or, yeah, they're long. Jesus seasons. Christ! Um, I think that this is not going to sustain twenty two episodes. I'm gonna say it'll be over by episode eleven now, and then she'll come back at the end of season one. Okay. Um, and then in terms of the affair between Dawson or with Dawson's parents, Gail and Mitch. Mitch is his dad's name, actually. I looked it up earlier. Oh, Mitch. Um, um, yes, she does say it. Um, so obviously, we Dawson was going to tell his dad. He ends up not doing it. His mom walks in, and then he feels so bad for his dad. He doesn't say anything. How long before um, Mitch finds out? Uh, Mitch is going to find out in the next two episodes. Okay, either next the next one or the after after that. Okay. And then how long until maybe like a Dawson Jen makeup if you think there's going to be one? Oh, well, they'll be fine by next episode because they're okay. all morons. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious yeah. to get your I wasn't opinions worried. as I wasn't we go. Worried about, I wasn't worried about that. Like, yeah, Joey's like, you're messing this up with Jen. Um, and, I, you know, I think that he is going to listen to Joey and then he's going to go right back to Jen. So Okay. Um, okay, so let's get into our fashion hour for the week. Oh, sorry. We do have an email. Do you want to get into that? (gasps) Yeah, let's do that first. Let's do that first. Then we'll do fashion last. So we had an email come in from Stefan. And first of all, Stefan, you gave me the real frights because I thought you were a troll when you saw your letter saying, (laughs) let me ruin Dawson's Creek for you. How do you think that's going to make me feel? I was like, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> I sent it to Jessica, and I was like, please, like, tell me if this is spoilers. Uh, so he says, if you close your eyes and listen to James Vanderbeek, he sounds like Chris Elliott, who plays Roland Shit in Shit's Creek. Did you... When you close your eyes you, and listen to who? What was the character? To James Vanderbeek, to Dawson. Oh, oh Dawson. I We're don't think to so. track that. We're going to have to track that next episode. I don't think so, but I'll, I'll try to track it. Um, next question. Um, does every episode start in Dawson's bedroom? As a new viewer, that's what I observe as well. Um, hmm. good call. We'll definitely have to keep track of that because I, I imagine once they get to a certain age, that would be kind of weird. But, uh, for now, I assume that's for true. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yes. Um, next question. Pacey and Dawson talking about intimacy not sex, but intimacy is actually a pretty good, uh, big deal in the 90s. I don't know how teenage boys talk these days. I think this is a good point because um, we see a lot of male friendships on Boy Meets World. And I always have an appreciation for male friendships that mm-hmm. um, that let the guys be vulnerable. So a great example of this that I always think of is Turk and JD from Scrubs. That they have, they have a relationship that they they're not worried about, you know, being crossing boundaries and being, you know, not manly men. Um, and I I think that it it's refreshing to see two teenage boys being able to talk about intimacy and not just like fucking, you know. 
That's very true. And especially, like, even this episode, Pacey's like, listen, I actually, like, have feelings for her. It's not Mm -hmm. physical. Which I still don't fucking understand what they have in common. But if he says so. Yeah, I think at this point, she challenges him. And he likes to be challenged. Okay. Because he probably hasn't been challenged a lot in his life. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't know what tomorrow sees in Pacey, but <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> um, uh, so the next thing he said was, I both wish more teens were like Jen and Les. She's really smart and insightful, which is great to watch. But as a formal teenager, it's not always realistic. So far, she's almost too perfect to be real. That being said, I hope she doesn't change. What do you think about that? I think that most of these teenagers aren't very realistic. I think maybe Pacey is the most realistic. Not his storyline necessarily, but like the way he acts. I think that Dawson, Dawson Dawson's and Joey both... Real, I think the, Joey's not too bad. Joey, I don't think her attitude I think she, is. I think mm-hmm. that it's the way she speaks. I think most of these teenagers talk like they're adults, and they have a very verbose, uh, like like uh, dictionary or whatever it is. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. they have they just have a lot of words in the vocabulary. Um, and I think that's kind of unrealistic. Jen, I think, is unrealistic in that she her reactions are so mellow and so mature for a teenager (laughs) she is mellow let's hope that a teenager like that exists i would i would nothing i would like nothing more and then i would like to know how she got parented yes um and then um he mentions about what we discussed earlier about when joey should have talked to dawson about the Mm -hmm. affair um outing people he brings up as well we agree it's not cool Mm -hmm. um we don't like that so thank you so much stefan for such an insightful and like all your talking points please follow along i know that this is your first watch so um you know keep following along the journey you and i are kind of like on this like new boat uh with each other just trying to figure out what the heck is happening yeah so it's fun yeah, I think he may have watched a little bit ahead of where we are right now, just because it's, oh. I understand, like, it's very hard to not binge it. So, yeah, um, yeah but we'll, we'll see what Stefan has to say next episode. Yeah. Um, okay, getting into the fashion hour for this week. Um, let's see. Okay, so for the Rachel Green Award, it was my week to pick the um, nominees. Uh, for the first option, I have Joey. And this outfit is the outfit she's wearing when Dawson confronts her about knowing um, that his mom is having an affair. She is wearing um, high-waisted, like, a whitewashed denim jeans. They're kind of like a straight leg fit, not really any kind of flare at the bottom, and certainly not like a skinny jean. She's wearing what looked to be those Adidas sneakers that had, like, mm-hmm. the black. It's white with black lines on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, hair is down, kind of just a side part, a little poofy, like, as was common in the 90s. And then a crop top um, that is, like, a short sleeve peach slash coral or salmon even um, horizontal striped uh, crop top it kind of falls like just above her belly button I would say 
Yeah, yeah. I like this look a lot, actually. I think that it's pretty cute. Um, I like this, like, sherbet-y, salmon-y color on her. Um, it is 90s. Those pants are, like, very 90s. I think that they're, like, mom like mom jeans, I guess, because they don't even, they're, like, a little above the ankle. I don't know. But I think she looks really cute in this outfit. She looks age-appropriate, which I kind of, like, she looks like a teenager, you mm. know? Yeah, which no, I, that's a good call. Yeah, I, which I appreciate because I feel like there's a lot of shows that um, the kids aren't dressed like kids. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would agree with that. And I do think, like, I think you could see this top nowadays maybe, but it would have to be a little bit updated. But the jeans are, like, so mom jeans in the 90s. The, and mm-hmm. Adidas, like, everybody saw yeah. those. Everybody had those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I know those shoes. I know those mm-hmm. shoes well. Um. Okay, so next option we have is Jen. Um. And this is the outfit that she's wearing when she – is this the outfit that she reveals to – yeah, this is what she reveals to Dawson her past a little bit. Um. So – it is a actually kind of similar to Joey's top in that it's like a short sleeve, like a high necked striped kind of, I think it's brown with like a tan um horizontal stripe, but it's tucked mm-hmm. into pants so we can't tell how long it is. But these she's wearing these pants, man. She's wearing black, high waisted, um, black pants, kind of a straight leg as well, but this ginormous belt with this huge like gold or bronze belt buckle on the front. And then mm-hmm. these boots, I feel like I've seen so many women like now now they're like 40 yep. or 50 year old women at work wearing these booties that like it's like a very I don't I feel like older ladies wear these boots now where they're like a really high um thick platform heel and it's like a leather booty I don't know how tall they are because they're like underneath the jeans yeah I have something similar to this okay so number one do you realize what I am wearing today is very similar? <gasps> Look at you and Jen coordinating your outfits. Number number two. This is the outfit that I, I messaged you and said, if you don't pick this outfit, I'm going to fucking, like, drown myself. Yeah. Um, love but did this you outfit. have it as 90s or did you have it as? I mean, I would wear this now. I I have that those old lady boots, too. I can I can wear this outfit right now if I wanted to. I just think that the the belt, especially, like, having a shirt tucked into your pants like that is very, it's more 90s huh, than it is. I don't know. Maybe now there would be, like, a French tuck. But I, I was going to say, I the think, French tuck is more common now. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the tuck is coming back. I think I would put this in um, Paul Rudd's Certificate of Timelessness Award. But I love this outfit, so... Uh, it's going to be tough not to award this outfit for how much I adore it. Um, mm-hmm. I like her hair. I think that she is rocking this outfit. I think that uh, I like that she's talking about her dark past and she's wearing like an all black <laughs> outfit. It's the very New York outfit. Yeah. When she normally wears like floral dresses and like sweetheart tops and yeah. nonsense like that. I do but... love Jen's uh, fashion. I think she has great style. Yeah. I mean, it's that New York savviness, I mm-hmm. guess. 
Um, and then third, finally, Pacey had to make a showing in our in our fashion show. I don't even know if he's been nominated yet. yet. No, this is his first time being nominated. I just felt like it was like mandatory. And after I saw the shirt he was wearing, I was like, okay, I think this this finally fits. So this is the the outfit he's wearing when he meets Tamara at that cafe for lunch, or he sees her there and he joins her. Um, he's wearing khaki shorts, very standard khaki short with some sneakers. I think they're like black or brown. It's hard to tell. We don't have HD people. It's a difficult time um but his his top was the reason i added it and it's because it's like a button-down short sleeve shirt but this top is so strange because it's like it has a weird like a light blue pattern to it kind of like almost like hexagonal or something and Mm -hmm. the but down the center is this weird like ruffly quality almost like a 70s type of thing right and i just felt like a patterned top for a man especially the short sleeve variety um felt very 90s to me yeah i don't know like this outfit it's like is this a bowling shirt is this a polo (laughs) like who are you what is this why are you wearing this like did you get this from like tamara's like box of like her ex-husband's clothes that like was left in her attic like i don't know what is going on here um Pacey's fashion is less to be desired, but uh, needs to be mentioned once in a while. Um, this shirt, many questions. I- I'm not quite sure. It has texture, so I would yeah. like to. I would like to feel it because I'm curious what is going on. But um, Pacey, you need a wardrobe, like uh, like a refresh or something. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay, so, like, it's a real struggle. It's a real struggle because I want to give it to Jen. Mm-hmm. I want to give it to Jen. But I have to be, like, true to the category, you know? I mean, like, I think you can't, if you if you think that it fits the 90s category, then you could give it to Jen. You don't have to give it to Joey, which is, I'm assuming, who you're waffling between. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what, like... I'll I'll stick to my gut and just give it to my girl Jen because I could see like Rachel Green wearing this herself. I think that Mm -hmm. there was an outfit that um, we saw uh, in one of the Christmas, one of the Thanksgiving episodes that was pretty similar to that. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll give it to Jen. I it could be it could be nineties. Yeah. I I think it can be. I think that it it can be because it was in the 90s. There you go. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So Jen wins our uh, Rachel Green Award for this week. Um, And on to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. Three nominees for this one as well. This is actually the outfit that I thought you were talking about when you said, if you don't include this outfit, I'll kill you. Because this outfit is the one that I was the most obsessed with for this episode. Yeah, because there's purple. Well, not only that. So we're talking about Jen's outfit in kind of the first scene that she's included in where the four of them are chatting and eating um, and the one where she makes out with Dawson. Um, She's wearing a similar style top to the one we just talked about. It's all purple, kind of like a dark eggplant, short sleeve, uh, like high necked, um, basic cotton top. But the bottoms is where it's all at for me. It is like a... It's very dark, so it's hard to tell, but it's kind of like a checkered mini skirt. Um, is it? It is. You can ma- ma- mainly see it if you guys have a hard time seeing it. And the episode where she's inside with Grams getting milk, 
Oh. You can see kind of the, the light shine through it a bit more. It's actually, huh. Sarah, if you're looking at the third photo that you provided, it, it you can see it more in that one as well. Um, it's like a checkered bottom uh, mini skirt, which is super short, showing off those leggies. And now this element of the outfit is definitely 90s. She's wearing clogs, um, which I hate yeah, clogs. Yeah, these, these shoes are uh, seriously they can go. disturbed. They can go. But, but, I'll have you notice... On over her shoulder, on her back, is the cutest leather backpack like I've ever seen. Oh. Like it doubles as like backpack slash book bag or backpack mm. slash like purse because it's definitely a bit too big to be a purse, but it's mm-hmm. a very cute backpack and I'm obsessed with it. And then she has her normal like blonde gen hair, you know, straight yeah. with a little bit of curl at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a good outfit, and she looks cute in it. I'll have to go look for um, a different view of the skirt. It just looks like a black skirt to me. Uh, Those clogs are pretty damning, though, but a nice leather backpack could make up for that. (laughs) I love how you're doing, like, it's like running commentary, like, and they're off. And the clogs are going to hold her back, but the backpack is bringing her forward. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like it? <laughs> yeah, no, I guess it does. That's very funny. Um, okay, up next, we are shifting to a man, and that man is Dawson. And this is the um, the part of the episode where he has just found out that his uh, mom is having an affair, and he uh, is sitting on a bench with Jen. I also love Jen's outfit in this. I, I literally fill both categories with Jen and Joey, and I'm happy. But I couldn't do that. I was like, yeah, I like this red top. I do too. But I didn't. I thought this was more 90s, and I was like, I already have a 90s outfit for her, so I can't shove the category with her. Anyway, um, so Dawson is wearing a long sleeve, uh, like a sweater. Like a, it's like a V neck. Um, muted blue sweater. It looks like it's over top of like a gray t-shirt. Um, kind of like a khaki pant, typical khaki pant. Um, and what looked to be like black sneakers, it's a little bit yeah. tough to tell. And he has the same yeah. necklace that he always wears. Tell me about the necklace. What's happening here? Is this a shark tooth? I believe it is. Oh, no. He lives in the New England area and oh, the 90s. Oh, no. A so. shark tooth necklace. What do you hate more, pukas or shark teeth? Oh no! Oh no! I think the I don't know the shark tooth maybe. Okay, so this outfit is something that you would see somebody wear at their um their fraternity house. It's definitely something that you would go Greek in, um, because (laughs) it's preppy. It has those khakis. Um, I mean, is this a decent outfit? I guess. I guess it's not bad for I think you could see Dawson. any person wearing this oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went by an eye. I mean, I don't know if I would see a fit. I wouldn't see a 15-year-old wear this, but I would see, <laughs> a, like, you know, I would see, yeah. like, a young adult wear this. I also think, too, that, like, the only thing that makes a lot of these outfits less timeless is, like, they're so baggy compared to the trends nowadays, right? Like, I feel yeah. like everything I see people wear, it's like, take that shit down a size. <laughs> I know, but it's just, I, I it's, it's just style. how it was. It's just yeah. how it was. Not bad. Um, and then our last nominee, listen, I originally had this in the category without even seeing the bottom half because I, this is Joey in like the last uh, scenes that she's in. So when jo- Jen comes in to have the conversation with her and when she goes and talks to Dawson, because I loved this sweater so much 
And I felt it had, if you listen to our Bow Meets World podcast, um, there was an episode where Amy was wearing a sweater and Sarah said you could overcharge this at like Hollister or like one of those types of stores and easily find this for like $100 or something ridiculous. And I felt similarly about this sweater. Like this is a very, it probably should fall in the 90s category, but I loved the sweater yeah. so much that I wanted to put it here. It's... <sighs> Let me tell the, let me explain the outfit and then you can harass me about this pick. Um, it is a uh, vert, okay, I cannot do horizontal and vertical today. It is a vertical striped sweater. Um, very earth tones, so tan and brown and like a terracotta red and green uh, kind of a V-neck. And then when I saw the bottoms, I was like, oh, Joy, you're killing me with the mom jeans because I really was like hoping this would be more Paul Rudd certificate of timeless material. But she's wearing a light wash denim. It's a high-waisted jean. It's a mom jean, but a low pony in the back. Um, I really love this sweater. Jessica. Yes. <laughs> this is a fucking crusty, dusty sweater. I this like is ugly- it. This is the ugliest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I hate the sweater. It is looks itchy. It looks literally crusty. It like this is the itchy. type of sh- it, this is the type of shit that you find on the bottom of a hoarder's house under ten pounds of newspapers. No. What is wrong with you? What the fuck is this? Do you see her face in that first photo? This is how I feel right now. <laughs> this is me. This is me. It's terrible. What the heck are you talking about? Are you okay? I like it. Girl, get some sun. Get out. I know you've been quarantining, but you need out. Do you want me to swap it out for Jen's outfit with the one it's, she's sitting at Dawson? It's too late. It's too late to Ugh. apologize. Well, okay, fine. Well, I'm actually I'm happy anyway because I I prefer Jen's outfit with the purple top better anyway. But I do like the sweater. I think it looks cozy. I don't know. Okay, number one, you and you and I like I prefer cool colors and you prefer warm colors. But I mm. you can pay me to wear this sweater. <laughs> I it makes me literally want to kill myself. I, I hate it. It's not good. Okay. Uh, You know what? I'm in such a cranky ass mood now that I'm going to give it to Dawson because there's nothing else to hope for in this. Why would you not give it to Jen? Jen's because I don't want to. I don't want to. Jessica, I don't want to. Me? You're punishing. You're punishing Jen for what you perceive as my slight for your sins. Yeah, we'll punish Jen for my sins. I said what I said. I said Ugh. Dawson, we can't take it back the now. The listeners are going to be very upset with you. Very <laughs> upset. No, I'm very upset with you. I'm very upset with you. Listen, now I'm upset. <laughs> We're going to have to go to therapy. This is a rough okay. time. This is the first time Dawson's been awarded any points. Um, Do you want to see if I can make it up to you? How with- are you going to do that? A proposal for a new segment. <gasps> I love this. Well, wait. First, should we do the Notable 90s song? Yes. Okay. Notable 90s song. Honestly, there was only one song that I was like, this sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know if you saw or listened, heard any. Uh, there's one that's called That's What Love Can Do by Robin Thicke of all people. <gasps> oh, okay. And it was okay. the transition What's- song between the Dawson and Pacey conversation and then Dawson at home. Oh, you know what? I think I like almost placed that, but I couldn't figure it out. I was like, this sounds familiar. I just don't know what it is. I had to Google the lyrics, so. 
Okay. Well, I will um, give it to that. There we go. Yeah. Notable I mean, 90s song, I, That's What Love Can yeah, Do. Yeah, they definitely spent most of their music budget on the first episode, but... <laughs> um, yeah. But we're going to stick through and see if see what else happens. So, so what is the proposal? Okay, I have a new segment idea because every week I am so tickled by the things that some of the p- characters say um, that, you know, I always like to quote them. So mm-hmm. I want to call this something like sassy shit kids said or sassy huh. shit um sassy shit like a I, sassy I, quote of the week type of thing yeah, exactly and it exactly. has to be sassy like it has, it has to, to be deliver sassy sass. yes, so it's gonna be yes, joey yes. winning like every time uh, no because <laughs> um this week for me i'll workshop the uh the name i had yeah, well, it earlier, you, just, also listeners if you have any ideas for yeah. a good name send it in i thought that would be like a cool like shit 90s shows taught me so like sassy shit shit like sassy sassy shit say shows taught me say yeah whatever okay we'll work so this week i was especially tickled by joey coming into the ruins and saying you're hanging out with all your friends and dawson saying yep that's why you're not invited (laughs) so so petty so so petty okay and i I was just tickled by it um Another thing that I liked, which was also from Dawson, he was very much in the feels this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, when he, once again, another reaction or another interaction between Joey and Dawson. And jo- uh, Dawson's like, I don't even know if we're friends. Like, um, or he was like, you're not being a good friend. And he goes, bye. See you later. Have a nice life. <laughs> So dramatic. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say the one between him and his mom, where his mom's like, "Oh, is it all those women making your head spin?" And he goes something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was good too. And then he said something else about being a teenager. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, "What did he say?" It's just like it was just yeah. so funny he okay. was being so sassy this yeah. week that'll be fun we don't have to like award points or anything but we can each bring yeah. our favorite one of the yeah week. that'll be exactly fun. he's like okay so he's like he's like i'm mad at the world joey i'm a teenager <laughs> okay i see what you mean it's like either being petty or being like dramatic i thought you're yeah. gonna do or like being sassy i was gonna say because joey has like that sass factor that yeah. like no, nobody like, else can rival week one Week one, it would be like, your grams is cracked. Like, <laughs> like that was my favorite line that week. So yeah. that would have won the sassy shit people saying. <laughs> we got to work on that. We do. I think I, think do, I know what you're going for because you're yeah, trying to yeah, get yeah. it to be like alliterative. But because yeah. sassy and shit aren't, that's yeah. the tough point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, so do you forgive me now that I've yes. actually come with something? Yes, because that cracked me around. up so much. Okay. No, good. I'm cracked. Just We're like Graham's. We, we fight, but then we make up. Oh, yes. We, Our fights yeah. don't last. No. <laughs> uh, so I was funny. about to go into another song. <laughs> so fucking petty. 
Oh my god, that's so good. Okay, so good. So yeah, if, if listeners, if you have any suggestions for a name on that one, hit us up. Cause yeah, or yeah, or if you want us to include any of your favorite lines, you could definitely tweet. Them yeah, us let us know. Let us whatever. Know. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Okay, so coming up next, do you want to know the one? Because we, you know, we're on like a one-word name kick for these episode titles. Would you oh. like to know what it's going to be called and attempt to like try to figure out what it's about? Sure. This one is called Hurricane. Hurricane. Um, <laughs> uh, I think a hurricane's coming to wipe out Dawson's Creek. Um, how did I get there? What a reach. She is a genius. A mastermind, ladies and gentlemen. Right here. Yeah. Um, okay. That's fun. So yeah, season one, episode five next time. Um, we have Boy Meets World coming out every... Thursday. I'm trying to remember our days now. Uh, Boy Meets World on Thursdays, Dawson's Creek on Mondays. Um, if you're listening to this now, that means that our a goofy movie spoke best. But oh my god, I said I tried to say special and bonus at the same time, and I only almost said bonus. Bonus, bonus, Um, special bonus podcast with Karen from Canada should be out. It's coming out Saturday, so it should be in your feeds. Give that a listen. We had a lot of fun talking about what. Each character, what animal they were supposed to be, and it yeah, was a really mind-boggling. Good time. Truly, truly, you will discover many things in that podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Most notably, how awesome Karen is. So, give that yes. podcast a listen. Um, and Sarah, do you want to give out our social media? Yeah, you can. You can always find us at Shit Nineties Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can always send us an email um, at Shit Nineties Pod at gmail um, we would love for you to go on to iTunes and rank us a five-star review. Maybe leave us a sweet little comment. That would be cute and fun. And just follow along for our fashion hour. We always post our nominations and our winners. And um, along with that, uh, sometimes when I'm, you know, feeling up to it, I should do one soon. We'd play some games, this or that, or... You know, just like random tweets. So follow us. We have fun. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So keep on listening and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.